Don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. We all love the story of a good haunting. Oftentimes, when someone hears the story of a haunted house and the people who lived through the experience, their first question is, why didn't you just move? Obviously, this could be for a number of reasons, with finances being the primary one. But in other cases, like in tonight's episode, people did just that. Tom Hardy was frightened enough after seeing an apparition of a little boy in his apartment that he broke his lease and moved. Surely there must be more to the story, right? You will soon hear the complete story behind the Ansley Park haunting. Today, Tom Harding is an engineer in his late 50s. He's married with children. His education has given him a strong science background. Tom never believed in ghosts before having his horrifying experiences in the apartments he shared with roommates in Ansley Park during the 1970s. It was a rather plain house built in the 1930s that at this time was divided into three apartments, basement, a main floor, and an attic apartment. Harding and his roommates lived on the main floor. The basement had a common area for storage with locked doors. Harding's storage door was in the kitchen of his apartment and led to the basement. These two floors seemed to be the center of activity for this entity. The roommates noticed strange occurrences shortly after moving in. Keys would be moved overnight. Items on the counter would not be there the next morning, but later turn up in unusual places like under tables, chairs, or even in other rooms. Pictures were often overturned and grocery bags were torn open and completely emptied. This was the scariest part though. This spirit liked fire. Several evenings candles would be mysteriously lit and in one instance, a fire was built in the fireplace with the damper closed. It soon became apparent that this entity was not only dangerous, but deadly. Harding and another roommate smoked cigarettes. The third did not. One evening, in the room of the non-smoker, the bed sheets burst into flames. The three roommates rushed into the room to find that the linens were burned in a two-foot circle with a box of burned matches in the middle of the ashes. The woman in her 50s who occupied the basement apartment did not like Tom Harding or his roommates. They assumed it was because she was older and they were in their 20s. They soon found out that this was not the reason. One late evening, the boys were awakened by the Atlanta Police Department. 
The woman below them had reported that someone had broken into her apartment while she was at work and taken a bottle of milk and poured it all over her counter. She suspected her upstairs neighbors. The only way the roommates could have gotten access was to either break in or enter through their storage door. They showed the police that their door was locked on both their side and the basement apartment side. The police, convinced that they had nothing to do with it, soon left. This incident would happen several more times in the next few months to the woman in the basement. In fact, after this incident, Harding and his roommates noticed that the same things were happening in their apartment. They would return home to an open fridge and various contents poured all over the floor. Things were about to take a horrific turn, though. One of the roommates brought home a puppy. The guys enjoyed having a new pet. The dog would stay in the apartment during the day, and when one of them would get home, they would take the dog for a walk. One day, a roommate returned home, and he noticed that a bag of bread had been scattered all over the floor. The bag was kept on a refrigerator, and the small dog could not reach up there, so he assumed that their ghost had paid them another visit. As he cleaned up the mess, he noticed that he hadn't seen the dog yet. He called for the dog, but the dog didn't come. He searched every room and soon found the dog. The dog was dead. It had been suffocated with the bread bag over his head. It had been suspended with its head wedged in the curve of the drain pipe below the toilet. The bathroom door was closed and the dog could not have closed it from the inside. Soon after the incident with the dog, one day when Harding was all alone, he saw the image of a spirit that was causing all of these disturbances. He was in the living room listening to music. He looked into the dining room and he saw the aura of a little boy. He said you could see the outline but the middle was almost invisible. He walked into the dining room, walked all the way around the specter, eventually being able to make out ears, a nose, and the rest of a profile. Then it turned and looked directly at him. Harding said it scared him totally out of his wits. He turned and left the house and went to a payphone to call someone to come pick him up. The next day, all three roommates contacted the landlord and requested to be released from their lease. Take on a vampire game. 